I'm a true champion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestle Plug podcast, State of Wrestling Address. Every week we cover the wrestling news. Let's get busy, shall we? I'm Aaron Nix. I'm apparently somebody who slags off special needs people. More on that later. More on that later. Carl Wilkinson apparently is unaware of what's happened, so I will film yeah. you as we go, Carl Wilkinson. Um, and seeing as I've mentioned him, well, we may as well fucking mention him again. He's the Duke of Diabetes. He's the Maple Leaf Magician. He's the second strongest Canadian destroyer. He is, of course, Carl Wilkinson. Welcome back to the pod, mate. Pleasure as always, buddy. It's been a long fucking week, and I'm excited to talk about some things I don't actually care about. I'm not excited about fucking talking about this shit at all. And uh, speaking of excitement, we have the young proprietor of Peacehaven himself, Cameron Cream Anderson. He's back, and no doubt we'll have plenty to say about the knobs implosion that seems to be happening at the moment. Welcome back, sir. Yo, um, to be fair, we do be making fun of George, so... That counts in my book. <laughs> yeah. Can we, um, do you know what? Before we start any wrestling news, Cameron Anderson, would you like to enlighten the world about what George Whittle thought was acceptable to um, impose on the world earlier today in a chat? Yeah. See, I don't know if we can, like, if this is going to be on YouTube or something, we can flash it up on the screen for audio listeners. Basically, my, my friend George, you know, a friend of the podcast, uh, basically, he's messaged me saying uh, on the new WWE game, he's going to give Jim Neidhart a push. And then he follows that up with, yeah, I've always thought that Jim was better than Brett personally. Kyle, your thoughts? <laughs> well, um, I have, I've, I've definitely talked to George, I think. I think we've played Mortal Kombat together at some point. But, um... When I come over, I'm going to put him in the sharpshooter for about 12 minutes, and we'll see how he feels after that. Are you going to give him the XCW sharpshooter? (laughs) Because I have on good authority from a certain wrestling organization's uh, workers. They are extremely amused by the concept of the reverse sharpshooter with anal penetration, eh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Yeah. Yeah, our no. watch along is doing good business at the moment because apparently Carl Wilkinson. Do you know what? Should we just get to it? Because this is the only reason everyone's listening, right? So, Carl Wilkinson, um, obviously, you're aware of Dirty Dave Dennis and Ryan Hendricks and all the beef yes. that's going on there. Now, there's plenty going on there. Lots of people having their say. Dirty Dave Dennis came on my podcast. He had his fucking say, which is his right. And we delved into facts. <coughs> now, um, what you might not have seen was a rebuttal of sorts from Real Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is a thing. And uh, they had Ryan Hendricks on their podcast and during the podcast made many, many, many threats towards me, including also trying to smear me by saying that Aaron Nix and his podcast insult special needs people. That's right, Carl Wilkinson, me and you on the watch along apparently insult special needs people. Um, And then, of course, Ryan Hendricks as well wanted to chime in on that fashion as well uh it has to be said ryan hendrix not quite as vitriolic with his abuse although certainly still seemed to be playing along with it didn't you you b-tech cane virus prick so we'll get to you in a minute sunshine 
uh, Carl Wilkinson, perhaps you'd like to have a rebuttal of your own. What do you think about real wrestling implying that me and you insult people with special needs on our podcast? I mean, honestly, I take that a little personally. I mean, I don't even use the word retarded anymore. I do. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's fine. It's a personal choice. My, I just, I don't because one of my best friends over here has a daughter who is autistic. I know plenty of people with autistic children. I would never make fun of them like that. And if he wants to call me out for it, I'll bury him. I, IRL, I don't give a shit. You don't just come at me with accusations like that, my friend. Like, I, I, I ain't trained, but I swear to God, I will take you out. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It is what it is. Uh, Cameron Anderson, you've, you've probably watched it by now, actually, yourself. I know you're obviously... But as soon as the knobs are involved, you, you've got to get a sniff of it anyway. And I know you're very amused by Dirty Dave and his anguish, but um, what, do you, what do you think about Real Wrestling's comments, considering that you're also associated with this podcast and also are another person, unlike those sweaty chin dribblers, who works in the business? So, um, yeah, I just think that real wrestling, they can, um, they can come down to CWP, the next show. Yeah. We can have a little talk about it. We can have a little chat. Yeah. I, um, do you know what? I've, I've been very quiet for a little while, Mr. Hendricks. Um, I will release a separate video tomorrow. Um, first of all, real wrestling can suck my dick. Simple as that, really. Um, you are you are beneath me. You are a couple of basement dwelling, milk dribbling, chin fuckwads. Like I, I could care less. Like, nobody really cares about you. Let's be honest. Like good for you. You've got more subscribers than us. Okay, cool. I work in the wrestling business. I make good money in the wrestling business too. Turns out, you know, I mean, not being rude, mate, but I did watch your podcast and. State your graphics, for starters. You know, if you're going to come at me, at least do it with a decent level of presentation. And also, there is the small matter of the fact that you both look like, well, frankly, sexual predators. So maybe have a word with that too. That's probably a thing that you might want to have a word with. But do you know what? I was happy to let it go, but you had to open your mouths. You were quoting Snatch as well. Oh, bless you. Bless you. You know, fair enough. I understand that. You know, the BMI is high as is the fucking testosterone for the day. And obviously you feel like you want to chat some shit. So I'll tell you what, ACW, March 19th, uh, IWE, April 24th, CWP, um, April 30th. I'll be available for those events if you boys want to come and have a nice little private chat with me and we can just thrash it out like good, decent gentlemen. And as for you, Ryan Hendricks, you're a fucking cut-rate little gimp. Um, I could give a fuck what you think as well. Your promos are shit. Your videos are long. They're boring. They're fucking elongated like your shitty fucking vegan gimmick and your shitty fucking hair and your stupid little ugly little vegan face. I don't care about you. And the reason for that is because while I'm working every weekend, you're working once every three or four months. There's probably a good reason for that because you're boring most people to fucking tears, if not worse things, with your Instagram. By the way, stop tagging WrestlePlug, mate. We don't care about you. Go away. Um, I am absolutely Team Dirty Dave. Anything you boys would like to add before we talk about, you know, the wrestling business that we actually work in? Yeah, so um, I think, you know, Ryan Hendricks, you know, Aaron, you can have your own opinions, but Ryan Hendricks, any enemy of Dirty Dave is a friend of mine, brother. So just yeah, bring it in. Mark. <laughs> yeah, the fucking problem, Mark. You see, the problem is no one's paying money to see him. So he just has to associate with the popular kids 
to try and get any sort of relevance. And son, it's not going to work. I promise you this. Relevance is such a key word here. Um, you lot don't have any. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm kind of flattered that you want to use the wrestle plug to garner some relevance. I get it. Cool. You might have more subscribers on YouTube. You certainly have a multitude less on social media because apparently that matters. But WrestlePlug is all over so many different promotions. And that's because I work to an incredibly professional and high standard. And again, do not live in my mother's basement suckling on the teat of my virgin stepfather. It is what it is. It's cool, man. You know, you have your fun. We'll have ours. Now then, gentlemen, AEW, let's talk about revolution, seeing as there's a lot of that going around. Oh, by the way, um, just as a very quick aside, shut up, dude, right? You fucking sperm jockey. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, Eddie Kenway. Yeah, fair enough. He's my boy. Didn't particularly uh, think the promo needed to be that fucking long, but it is what it is. Um, and yeah, everyone else having a say. I just don't really care, especially Simon Durden, and the knobs account, and he can suck my dick as well, as far as I'm concerned, you know. Um, Cameron Anson's left the building. So we're going to talk about AEW Revolution 2022 very quickly, lads. I'm going to read out the results of this pay-per-view, because I didn't bother to watch it, because I have a life. I know. And um, we're going to very, very quickly have some reactions to what we think. All right, we're going to start with New Radicals' Cameron Anderson. Uh, Layla Hirsch defeated Chris Statlander by pinfall. Any thoughts? No. Carl Wilkinson, any thoughts? No. All right. Hook defeats QT <laughs> Marshall. Hook defeats QT Marshall by submission. I haven't cared about Hook since the meme started. I don't care about him now, and I'm not going to care about him later. I'm offended that QT Marshall went five minutes. That's all <laughs> I got for you. Uh, all right, House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. No idea who that is. Defeated Pac, Penta, and Eric Redbeard, who of course used to be known as Eric Rowan, in a six-man tag team match. Once again, Pac takes a loss. And yeah, had to, any thoughts on that? I mean, seeing Buddy Murphy is good. It's Buddy Mur- formerly Buddy Murphy, so that's kind of exciting. Like, but I seeing Penta lose, I don't give a shit. He lost. Then fuck it. Uh, Cameron Anson, any thoughts? Um, yeah, it is it is pretty odd considering that uh, Penta was pretty much just a tag champ like a week ago. But you know, I'm I'm not really keeping up with AEW these days, to be honest. I, I probably will watch Revolution eventually. Um, I won't. Be too busy working and you know watching good wrestling involving great wrestlers like Tate Mufus. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Chris Jericho by submission. What submission does it say? By submission, apparently, yeah. Yeah, cool. I didn't know that he used submissions, so that's cool. I mean, I like Eddie Kingston, and I don't like Chris Jericho. It's a win for me. It is. Cameron Anderson, any thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a pretty great result. I feel like Eddie Kingston's kind of like, um, you know, he could definitely be like a like main event star, I reckon. I think he's sick. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Thought that was a good result. Jurassic Express retained their tag team titles, uh, defeating Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. They're giving it to Red Dragon. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Think that's the right choice, Cameron? No. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not really that keen on Jurassic Express. I like Jungle Boy. Uh, I'm, I'm not really too familiar with Luchasaurus, but obviously I do love um, Red Dragon and uh, Young Bucks. Uh... All right. 
Um, yeah, no, shit result. Uh, Wardlow defeated Christian Cage, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks in the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Keith Lee was in this match and he didn't win. They're just using it as a device, and that's stupid with something like that. Should they give it to Keith Lee? Another company misusing the best big man that's ever existed. He's been in the company, what, three weeks? He's already lost a high profile match like this. Mm. Okay. What, what, like, what, just so that we can serve the Wardlow MJF breakup, which is apparently coming eventually. No. Uh, J- Jay Cargill defeated Tenara Conti to defend her AEW TBS championship, six minutes 50. Hooray for women's wrestling. <laughs> that really pushing that hard. Good job, guys. Uh, Jay Cargill is pretty sick. Yeah, she's amazing. I do like, I do like Jade Cardgill. You know, we we're not conspiracy theorists. We're not the Jay Miller theorizers here. Who's that? No idea. It's some douchebag I sent an invite to, but he didn't jump in because he was too busy getting sucked off under the Dollar General uh, counter. Uh, CM Punk defeated MJF by pinfall in a dog collar match. What do we think about that? Yeah. Like, I, know, I thought it was pretty poo. I think MJF should have won. Yeah, I don't see I why needs to win. I don't see why. Like, why do I care? Like, okay, great. They have a rubber match. 50-50 booking, which, oh, WWE so shit. Everything's 50. And by the way, WWE sucks as well right now. But I mean, you know, fuck off. Britt Baker, DMD, defended her title successfully against Thunder Rosa. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that match already. Yeah, I, I saw a lot online where like everyone's just sort of turned on Britt Baker. Um, I don't know like how you know like if this is really translating to the live audiences, but I see like a lot of things online saying like Thunder Rosa should have won here. Um, personally, I'm not really too familiar with um, Britt Baker's work. I, I know a lot a little bit more about Thunder Rosa. I think she's pretty sick. So yeah, we saw the match already, and it's just kind of boring, honestly. Kind of feels like Britt Baker's running out of room here. That's kind of how it feels. There's nothing wrong with her. She's put. She's not. She does feel very novelty esque, you know. Like, and that's and her wrestling. I'm sorry, is just not that great from what I've seen of it. Like, you know, it's fine. It's absolutely acceptable. But if you're the women's champion, you kind of have to spearhead the entire division. And I feel like she's got it because she's got a better character more so than she's a good worker. Um, John Moxley defeated Brian Danielson by pinfall. <laughs> I mean, sure. I think the only thing that really matters is what happened after. Yes. Um, yeah, there was also a six-man tornado tag team match after this. Uh, Darby yeah. Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting defeated uh, the Andrade Hardy family office, which uh, consisted of Andrade El Idololo, uh, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. William Regal just got buried. Yeah, he just fuck got skipped William. over like he didn't fuck even matter. <laughs> Fuck you, Regal. Yeah. You fucking might. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, William Regal came out at the end of the match. Like, but that's that's a problem right there, you see, for me. Um, nobody's talking about the fact that John Moxley and Brian Danielson, legitimately two of the biggest talents this company's ever gonna have, had a reasonably good match, which by the way, John Moxley should not have won by any means. Ridiculous. Uh, and then obviously William Regal comes out after the fact, and it's like, why? What why does he need to come out now? I don't I don't get that. Like uh, just announced that you've signed him, he comes out, cuts a fun promo, 
And then he goes backstage and does what he does, which is fucking scout talent and build talent up better than anyone else in the business. Why do I need to see him on screen? He's not going to draw massive ratings, is he? Like, it's just another person for the sake of it. Comes out like an angry dad scolding his kids. Yeah, and uh, in your main event, Hangman Page successfully defended the title against Adam Cole, who I can't take seriously because he lost to um, some fucking Mark who puts his hands in his pockets a little while ago. Yeah, that was pretty silly, that result, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, I feel like this is probably the the right choice. Uh, I like Hangman Page, so I think, you know, I watched this match with Brian Danielson, that was pretty fucking awesome, so I feel like to lose to Adam Cole here wouldn't be sort of the best choice necessarily. I feel like there's so many other sort of potential next champions, MJF, for example. I mean, I loved... Hangman Page when I first got into New Japan he he like he really dropped me into Bullet Club I really liked him I think the story he had getting to the title like through Kenny and taking forever was great but it's just it's hit a brick wall like it's just not like the matches are fine great sometimes but it's just it's getting boring and I hate to say that yeah I mean I guess like sometimes the chase is more important than the destination, uh, maybe in this case. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think he's been pretty serviceable as champ. Yeah, I mean, credit to him for having a guy at Glenn Jacobs for being a fucking stellar prick. Um, well, so I, I was quite get me started funny, on actually. That. Fucking mongrels. Um, yeah, no. Uh, in keeping with AEW, Jeff Hardy debuted, of course, on Dynamite this week. Um Quick fire, lads. What do we think? Jeff Hardy good for AEW, or does anyone give a fuck? Bearing in mind that he's getting up there in years, and Matt Hardy is quite literally fucking trash in AEW. I mean, the Hardy boys are gonna bring viewers in regardless. Like that's that. Like, do you guys remember when they came back at Mania Thirty Three and everyone lost their fucking minds? Yeah, that was pretty. Loud- it's one of the loudest pops I've ever heard in my life. That's like, that's like bigger than. I'm trying to think. Triple H in 2002 was pretty good. Everyone was hyped for that, even though they announced it for some reason. If they don't put the Hardy Boys together, that's probably a mistake because it's the only way people will care about Matt again. The only problem I had from this segment, from what I saw, is you know Matt's getting the shit kicked out of him. They use like the stock, like the the Hardy Boys music, like the stock thing. That's fine, but Jeff Kazoo does this little fucking thing while his brother's getting murdered. Like, dude, are you high now? <laughs> will, will Tony sponsor yep. your rehab? Because I bet well, you we won't. He did come and help Sting in it, so you never know. <laughs> oh yeah, what how Sting feels about that. Cool. I, I quite enjoyed it. I don't mind a little mini dance. Like at the end of the day, like Matt Hardy's taking a lot of licks. He can take because you're a fucking mark. Seconds. That's why. You're <laughs> a fucking mark. Like, yeah, Matt Hardy. Scary. He's been going for a while. You know, he's been he's had his ass kicked so many times. You know, he can take a couple more like beatings while I can get my dance in. Okay. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, if I'm getting my ass kicked, I definitely want my little brother to do the fucking Macarena while I'm getting my ass shoved in. Yeah. Like, fuck it. That's stupid. You know, if that had been somebody else, they would have shit on it, right? AEW fans, right? If that had happened in WWE, oh my God, look how stupid that is. Oh, he just, he didn't. It's like, come on, man. Double standards is a joke. Shall we Should we talk about how someone very high profile thinks that wrestling fans suck? <laughs> Matt Jackson of the 
Young Bucks. So, the other week, my brother's bag disappeared, Matt explained. Entire bag gone. He'll never get it back. Like, the whole bag is gone and the number is erased, so we think someone's onto us now at the airports. Like, I think we did a little bit too much bragging online about how we've got all these great expensive shoes. I think they found us. Uh, Matt continued on explaining that hardcore fans aren't fond of them are sometimes the worst. Wrestling has the most toxic fan base in the world. They're the worst. Honestly, like, there's a lot of good fans. The ones that love you, love you. But the ones that hate you, they hate you. It's, uh, yeah, very, very poignant remark he's just said there. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about him just randomly just throwing fans under the bus? I mean, he's not necessarily wrong. Like, wrestling fans are the worst type of people. Like, we're awful, awful people. What do you mean? At least I'm <laughs> we talk about wrestling wrestling. i just happen (laughs) to be in it yeah like do i i I don't give a shit about the young bucks do do i think it's sad they're that the bag got stolen i mean sure like i don't want people to lose their things but i I can't put myself in the mindset of a wrestling fan that would hate someone so much to try and track them down and steal shit i'll just spew my vitriol online going i think you're a fucking cunt like that, that's where it stops and that's fine i've been blocked i'm bo- blocked by the young bucks because one time i said i wasn't a super fan of them and i got blocked immediately what whatever you <laughs> wait so you just messaged them randomly just said yeah i'm not the biggest fan no to be i did i didn't even tag no <laughs> i didn't even tag them i think i was just like a twitter back and forth at some point and judge just got blocked i'm like okay that's a vanity search you've got skin as thin as a 90 year old man like fuck off bro i don't give a shit but no they just want to they just bitch to hear them hear their own voice it's the worst at the young bucks i think your last match was just okay not your best (laughs) instant (laughs) block (laughs) what it feels like I find your work to be adequate mr jackson fuck off um yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, um, wrestling fans are the worst. I mean, look at real wrestling. They're a couple of fucking marks, and they're the worst. So. Um, D'Lo Brown addresses DX's Blackface Nation of Domination parody. This should be fun. So, Brown rose to prominence as part of the Nation of Domination stable, as you know, which included Dwayne The Rock Johnson as he was beginning his rise to superstardom. Despite this, Brown admitted that neither he nor The Rock saw what the latter would turn into when he first started out. Um, he then obviously, you know, he basically hypes up The Rock. This is quite a long fucking thing. Uh, as members of the Nation Domination, Dilo Brown and The Rock were involved in many notable and controversial angles, including one where the group was parodied by D-Generation X. Members of DX wore blackface during the segment, something Brown didn't think of much at the time, but now believes was something they could have changed. <laughs> I can tell you none of us had any big concern about it, Brown stated in retrospect. We could have done that segment without the blackface. And, you know, I wish we would have. It would have been it would have been just as good. I obviously wish we would have changed that. Looking back on it in 2022 eyes, not a fan of it. But in 1997-1998 eyes, it was a way of getting these two factions to war because we knew that both of our factions were over enough or connected with our fans enough that we could go out there and draw money and fill some houses with it and put some ratings on TV. Um, So... Uh, I mean, the other thing he mentioned was he said, I think people looked past the obvious elephant in the room. Um, it's 2022 now, boys. Are we going to be offended about something that happened over 20 years ago? 
I weren't alive, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah, oh, <laughs> 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 I'm. Yo, if you fucking wake up tomorrow and hear that Aaron Nix is committing suicide, first of all, you lucky bastards, and second of all, it's his fucking fault. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> you're exactly that he's killed me. What a prick! Like l- looking back on, like obviously it's like it it shouldn't have been done, but I'm not going to lose my mind that it was done. So like it 1997, 22, it's 15 years ago. I uh, 24, I no 15. I don't fuck math. Math is hard. Doesn't matter. It happened. You can't change it. So why am I gonna get all up in arms about it? Shouldn't have happened. Did it was still a fun set? It was still a fun segment. I remember it. Like some of it was still fucking hilarious. So I'm just gonna leave the sleeping dogs lie and enjoy the memory. Me is Ark yeah. Henry. <laughs> yeah, thing is, it's like um, you know, it's um I'm it not taking so you seriously ago, why it hats like that. Just saying. Not taking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like you look like some sort of fucking predator, mate. Come on. Like, what you working for real wrestling now, son? Yeah, no. <laughs> I am the rat. <laughs> it was me. But... <laughs> the new owner. The name on the contract does say Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, um, the name of the company definitely starts with R. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, pretty much though. The thing is, it's like if the Nation of Domination are backstage seeing DX about to go out, and they don't really care. It's not really up to me to just decide to be offended later. <laughs> no, I never even thought of... of that. I never even thought of the nation just sitting backstage watching DX walk by in blackface. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go on, boys. Um, what's up, guys? <laughs> they, they just walked by. Yo, what's going on, G? <laughs> it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> alone <laughs> you're dead <laughs> nah fuck that noise <clears throat> no no but what, what happened happened we'll just look back on it and go ha funny and then realize it was just a random episode of 1997 monday night raw where nothing mattered oh who watched yeah. nxt this week and whose phone it's is going this is fucking annoying <laughs> um so nxt bron breaker is apparently they might be considering bringing him up to the main roster already because he dropped his NXT championship this week to Dolph Ziggler in a triple threat, also involving Tommaso Jebba. Excellent match. Great episode of NXT. Go back and watch it. Probably the best wrestling I've seen this week. Um, probably the best wrestling I've seen for a while, actually, because I was forced to watch uh, Outcast Pro Wrestling's Art of Warfare by my good buddy. And, um, well, let's just say it was a questionable choice. Thank you very much. Um... Bron Breaker, main roster. Quickly, what do we think? He's a star. He's going to be an absolute star. What, now? You think, he, you think he's ready? You think he's ready for the main roster? I think he's ready. I don't think he should be thrust in the main event right away. Give him, like, give, give him, like, the Nakamuras or, like, the lower to upper mid-card guys that no one actually cares about. But, but I, I think he could go on an impressive streak. I think in a year or two. He could absolutely win the Rumble or Buddy in the Bag or something like that. No idea whose phone keeps interfering with their mic, but I'm going to hit him over the fucking head with it. Um, yeah, no, for me, I I just think whatever. Like, it's you know, it's a thing. Um, I like Bron Breaker. 
Uh, interestingly enough, Cameron Anderson will be pleased to hear this. Brombreaker credits uh, Goldberg with some lovely advice and has a lot of good things to say about Goldberg. Obviously, if he's going down the same route as Goldberg, then, well, he's going to be a star, isn't he? Because Goldberg is, by far and away, one of the best wrestlers walking this earth. You know me, I've got a thousand and one good things to say about Goldberg at this point. Uh, I think Bron Breaker is fucking awesome. Um, I, I really like how he's just, yeah, he just is a star. Just like everything he says is like amazing. And it's kind of made people go back and sort of look at Scott Steiner and then the Steiner's careers in a new light. So like, oh, actually, this was actually very good. Uh, even though the in-ring work, you know, maybe wasn't the best uh, towards the end of it. But still, like, I feel like what's important is, like, you're getting over, you're getting the character over, um, and that kind of matters a bit more than the uh, in-ring work, I guess. Yeah, and um, believe it or not, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> there's not really much else going around. Um, what about Dolph? What about him? He won. He did. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, he's, yeah, he's the NXT champion, Dolph Ziggler. Okay. I mean, good. Can we talk about how, what's her name? Nikki, um, is it Nikita Lyons? Yeah. Can we just talk about how paying she is? All right, that'll do. All right. I, I believe right. that uh, her, her finish, like her, her pitting combination was uh, well enjoyed, if I remember correctly. I mean, the temperature's on <laughs> Just, I'm doing that to Ebenezer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I just ask Cameron Anderson? Like, you've watched all this shit. Dirty Dave Dennis, Ryan Hendricks going in full shoot mode, battering each other. What's your What's your opinion? You must have an opinion. This is one of the knobs. You're chatting shit every time you're on here about the knobs and fuck Ebenezer. I'm gonna cap him in the ass outside a fucking you know a social club in Essex. I'm gonna teabag eddie kenway um simon durden's a little accountant bitch so what what do you think about day dave dennis going hard way on ryan Hendricks? yeah you know um i've been in there with dirty dave before you know i pinned him twice but you know we don't have to dwell on the past too much but i did pin him twice um yeah, I, I know how he works. You know, he slapped me about a bit, gave me a few chops. Uh, it was very different what I saw there. And to be honest, you know, if he's drunk, if he's just a cunt, which let's face it, he is, um, it don't matter to me because what matters to me is that when I get my hands on him, he goes down and that is what's going to happen. Is it safe to say if he tried to shoot on you like he did Ryan Hendricks, he'd end up suffering a much heavier price? Yeah, we can go back and forth. It don't matter to me. Cool. All right. Well, um, I mean, what else do you add to that, eh? Like, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we had Dirty Dave on a podcast. Ryan Hendricks is obviously a bit of a dribbler. I mean, what do you want me to say about it? The knobs have all had their say. People are having their say. Some people are threatening to beat each other up. I've got wrestlers in my DMs. Oh, oh, somebody said this about somebody. Yo, I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck. Dave does what Dave does best. And you know what? More people talking about Dave, Dave Dennis than they're talking about anyone else right now, isn't it? Man's got more fucking heat than fucking CM Punk could ever hope to get at this rate, mate. I'm um I'm impressed. That's all that's all that matters to me, the heat. Carl Wilkinson, you're a Batman fan. Have you seen Batman yet? I saw it Saturday night. Tell me. Any good? Top, top three. 
top three Batman films all time. Top three. Who are the other two? Uh, Dark Knight, because I mean, it might even be top two because I have a really soft, big soft spot for Batman Forever. I know it's not good because the Joel Schumacher films are shit, but I love that one because I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey is Riddler. Pretty, pretty pang. But um, that being said, I think the new Riddler is infinitely better. Yeah, I, I would hope it's so. It's eerie and it's terrifying and it's like, this is a spoiler to watch. It's not a superhero movie per se. It's like a detective noir story, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I've heard people saying that. It's more like a kind of dark, twisted, psychological thriller with detectives trying to hunt down this evil evil mastermind. And a lot of people saying they're not convinced about Pattinson's Batman. Brilliant. Ab, he plays a brilliant Batman. He plays a brilliant, tortured Bruce Wayne. Because this movie takes place like a year or two into him doing it. Oh. Like he's a very yeah, like young Batman. Year. Yeah. It's a very young Batman. So he still he you see him make mistakes. Like Pattinson killed it. I enjoy he was so good. Penguin was great too. I yeah, Colin Farrell so blew funny. me away. What a random just, casting. <clears throat> oh, but yeah, he was good. He was really, really good. Was he like Zoe proper, like, you know, nah, and all the like short stuff and all that? No, he. He's just fat in it. He's just fat. Yeah. In it. he's just fat in it. Like, he, he's not what you expect the penguin to be. It's kind of like an origin, almost like he's kind of just like he's not a lackey. He's like the right hand man of, I think it was Carmine Falcone, like one of the crime families. And then you know shit will happen, and you'll probably see him when sequels come because there's no way they won't. You'll see Oswald Cobblepot do what he does. Wonderful. Sounds you know, good. I, I agree. Definitely top three Batman films. You know, it's up there with Lego. I didn't even think about Lego Batman. I love Lego Batman. <laughs> yeah. I, <sh> <laughs> I want to tear into you, but I've also seen Lego Batman and it's fucking great. <laughs> like, it's really fucking funny. Like, <laughs> honestly, if you're having a bad day, which I am frequently having right now, which is probably why I'm so fucking miserable on this podcast. Um, it's, yeah, no, go and watch Lego Batman. It's funny. It's very, very funny. Um, as a as an aside, I'd just like to point out that WrestlePlug has raised an extraordinary amount of cash over the years for mental health and for people with special needs, and we will continue to do so, despite what those fucking morons have said on another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So um, if you're affected by anything that's been said by their, frankly, disgusting fucking behavior, then uh, we strongly suggest that you uh, donate some money or even uh, educate yourself on some of the amazing charities that are out there helping to do wonderful things. Uh, and also, by the way, I work with people with special needs, so I take incredible offense to that. Um, so, yeah. Not much else to say, really, other than thank you very much for listening to the State of Wrestling Address. Nice short one this week. The boys are tired. I'm furious, as always. And, uh, yeah, I guess there's not much else to say. Anything left that you boys want to throw in there? you got one minute left. Um, I mean, I think we talked about it last week, but I'm still excited for DiMaggio back for Bender. That makes yeah. it all the, all the better. New drama cast coming soon, definitely. Cameron Anderson, any final thoughts? Yeah, I'd say just go watch The Batman. It's probably the best superhero film of like the past 10 years. It is pretty there fucking special. Big yeah. fuck off to Marvel because it's a load of fucking overhyped shite. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the State of Wrestling Address. From Aaron Nix, Cameron Anderson, and Carl Wilkinson, we will catch you very soon for more content from the WrestlePlug. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Get out.
Now get the fuck out of my house. If you don't like wrestle plug, then you can get out. Get out.